Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Hi, guys, and welcome to the new episode of Z Code's podcast. Today, we have a solo episode with me, Mitchell, and we'll discuss the fantasy sports industry, how it changed over the last year, and where we're standing now. Fantasy sports are getting great again. So, fantasy sports, as we always say, the sport might be fantasy, but the money you can win is real. And if you guys still haven't gotten involved, then you're missing out on an amazing opportunity. If you don't know me, I'm a professional fantasy sports expert, a consistent winner, and the developer of my own fantasy sports winning systems, and I'm sharing these amazing strategies for fantasy sports in my forum at the Z Code VIP Club. Today I will cover our most common questions that I receive from you guys. Let's get started. How did fantasy industry and regulations change since last year? Well, you know, if anything, it's uh, gotten more stable, and you know, that's really good. Last year we had some concerns um, you saw a lot of states fighting it on legal grounds. When Nevada um, decided to fight and they ultimately won, it was I kind of took it as a really bad sign for the industry. Um, you know, when Nevada, kind of the expert state on ga- gambling, rules that this is gambling and therefore illegal, I had a feeling that a lot of states would follow in suit, but that didn't happen. Um, you know, and here we are a year later. New York was another key uh, state where they actually won. The fight and fantasy sports are back on in New York, um, you know, and I think there's maybe a handful, I think seven or eight states where it's not legal in the U.S., but otherwise, you know, it's uh, it's going really well and the regulations are, if anything, in the player's favor, um, you know, and it, it's very much alive. How did the fantasy sports season last year go? Yeah, last year went really well. Um, we came in, I think, I think I came in around week eight um, and started posting lineups, and we finished up ten units in football. And then when the NFL season was over, uh, I came in and finished I, most, I guess, the second half of the NBA season and finished up around ten units for that. You know, give or take a couple in each, but I think the total was uh, twenty units of profit uh, for the two sports. What do I expect from this season? How is this season going is probably a better question. You know, so my expectations for this season were, uh, well, I expected a lot of things, I guess. And one of the things I've learned is that fantasy football is all about wrecking your expectations. You know, if if we had recorded this at the beginning of the season, I would have listed a handful of players who I thought were going to be superstars and were going to be in my lineups every week, and I think almost all of those players would be hurt or irrelevant at this point. Um, so, you know, I expected a lot of things, and, uh, you know, some crazy stuff has happened, and we've had kind of a rough start, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, you know, we're teetering uh, just in the red, barely. Um, but uh, I think things are leveling out in the NFL, especially, and um, I think we're going to start pulling in some big profit in the second half of the season. Did I make any changes to my strategy this year? You know, I think uh, I really didn't make any changes to my strategy. I spent about two months, the first eight weeks or so of the NFL season, really trying to fine-tune this small ball DFS strategy, and it it's it was working. You know, it, it is working, uh, especially in NFL and the NBA. Um, I think it's a good strategy. It's a low risk, uh, you know, medium 
to low reward, but uh, it, it's consistent, and that, that's what it's about. And you know, I think that's what solid sports betting is about too: is consistency and uh, minimizing your risk and trying to maximize your rewards. And I think this system perfectly achieves that. Now, there's you know, especially in fantasy sports, there's always unpredictable things, especially in the NFL where people are getting hurt all the time. Um, and that's just been so true this season. And so it's affected things a little bit, but I think the system works and we're going to stick with it. And, uh, I think we're going to, you know, gravitate towards, uh, the mean or profit. How did I find my small ball system? So I came up with this strategy, essentially, um, it's based off of a poker strategy by a professional poker player named, uh, Daniel Negreanu. Uh, you know, I used to play poker for a living years ago, and I studied the game, and I studied the strategies and tactics, and this is one that I really liked, and essentially in poker, it's all about low risk and high rewards, um, you know, and waiting for the opportunity to strike, and, you know, not investing too much until you have a good hand, etc. You know, in in the world of daily fantasy sports, it's a little bit different, but the idea is the same: is that we're not gonna we're not taking long shots in these big tournaments, um, you know, betting ten dollars to try to win a million because that, you can buy a scratch off lottery ticket if that's how you want to play. But we're gonna try and compete against you know the <clears throat> the average person who doesn't have access to the information that we do at Z Code, and you know who's just gambling for fun on the weekends. And you know we're gonna bank on being smarter than them and having. Better data, better information, and better analytics, and a better ability to pick these players, and a consistent ability to win. Um, you know, granted, unexpected things happen. I've talked a lot about that. Um, but over the long run, with this strategy, you know, it's it's all about consistency and finding consistent players and finding value, not taking too many risks. And in the long run, we've seen you know over last year that it is valuable. Am I focusing on new sports as well? So last year I did the last half of the NFL season, and then when that was over, I did the last half of the NBA season. Um, this year I'm doing the same thing. Uh, I've been doing NFL all season. I started NBA in the first week of October, which is, I believe, the end of the first week of the NBA season. So I'm going to do both seasons in their entirety, um, and there's a chance that I may branch into hockey or baseball next season, but I'm not sure. Uh, we'll just have to see about that. As of right now, I don't think they're very popular, uh, and we'll just have to see. But for now, I'm sticking with NBA and DFS, or NBA and NFL. Do I expect some valuable players in the NFL this season? Yeah, this is a crazy question, because if I'd been asked this question... Going into the season, I would have listed off a lot of people who I thought were going to be great. Um, you know, guys like uh, Carson Palmer, Latavius Murray, uh, Jeremy Hill, C.J. Anderson, who are, all of those players are underperforming or injured. Um, and then there are guys like DeMarco Murray for the Titans, who I would have never seen performing on the level that he is now. And Melvin Gordon, who I expected to bounce back this year, but never would have seen him as, I mean, I think he's a top two or three running back right now. And that's, you know, essentially because of Danny Woodhead's injury. So 
There are a lot of changes. Uh, I would have been wrong about a lot of things had I been asked this question in the beginning. And most of that is due to injuries. I think this season has had an unexpectedly high amount of injuries and season-ending injuries. So, you know, at this point, I think things have leveled out. And I think, you know, I have expectations for, you know, a few different guys. I've been... uh, Here are some guys who've been in my lineups a lot recently. Uh, Guys like Mike Evans, AJ Green. I expect them to be to continue to put up big points and compete on a high level. Um, You know, I've been targeting a lot of backup running backs uh, in the last few weeks because we've seen a lot of starters go down. And when the starter goes down and the backup rises up and gets the starting job, his price tag doesn't usually go up, Um, or if it does, it's only slightly. And so you can manage to get. You know, in some occasions, a starting or a top tier or upper echelon level running back for, you know, the price of a backup or the price of a guy who wouldn't play. Um, You know, so guys like Chiquiz Rogers, uh, Spencer Ware, um, Charkandrick West, who has not performed at the level I was hoping. Um, These guys, Devontae Booker, um, these are the guys I've been targeting and... They've been doing well, and some others haven't. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers has been a huge play for, I think, the last three weeks until he got injured. Uh, and Charles Sims before him, um, you know, they were both huge plays for me in a lot of lineups. And so, you know, it's really hard to predict where the rest of the season is going to go. I mean, I still think that the guys like A.J. Green, Mike Evans, are going to continue to have huge years. DeMarco Murray, Melvin Gordon, they're not going anywhere. Uh, you know, barring injury, nobody's going to stop them. Um, you know, these are also the guys with the huge price tags who are not going to be in my lineup every week. They're going to be kind of matchup defend- dependent and, you know, dependent on whether I can find value elsewhere to find room for the money. Um, you know, do I still think that fantasy sports are becoming the next big thing in sports investing? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I'll tell you for a couple reasons. First of all, I think that it's just more available, especially in the United States, uh, where in 40 out of 50 states you can play on FanDuel or DraftKings or Draft Day, Yahoo. You can play on these sites, and it's easy. It's the click of a button. You deposit money with your debit card, and you're ready to play. Um, whereas traditional sports betting you can only do in Las Vegas unless you have a bookie and you know, it's illegal. Um, so the access is there and I think that you're going to see guys who not only love sports, but they like math, they like gambling, they like money. Um, the fantasy sports are going to draw these guys in, you know, the ones who may not go seek out a bookie, um, or are uncomfortable with it and would rather be doing it in a legal way. Now, uh, in Europe, sports betting is a lot more popular because it's available everywhere. I'm living in England right now, and there are you know, bookies on every corner. But uh, I, I think the, the fantasy sports are still popular. I talk to people. They play them. Um, it's, uh, I think it's, it's growing in popularity, and I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. Am I expecting any surprises with NFL teams? And which two to three do I think will be the best? You know, at the beginning of the season, I was actually, um, I was talking with a friend of mine, and I was telling him, I think the Raiders are going to win the division, Uh, and he thought I was crazy, um, you know, with them having to face the Chiefs and the Broncos, but 
turns out, you know, that prediction has uh, almost come true. Like, the Raiders are winning this division right now, and I really expected them to come out swinging. They're a really good team. And, you know, they're a really young team that's just developed really well. Uh, so they're one of my kind of uh, underdog picks, I suppose. <clears throat> Other teams that I think uh, are going to do really well. So I'm a Falcons fan. Um, every year I just... I feel like it's going to be the year, and I just look at our team, and I say, they're so great, they're so good, um, they have all this talent, we're, it's, this is going to be the year we're going to make the playoffs, blah, blah, and this year it really seems like they're doing it. Last year they went 5-0, and and it felt like they were doing it, but that, then they had Carolina on their tail the whole time, and Carolina's fallen off the map. Um, so I think the Falcons are going to continue to uh, bulldoze their way into the playoffs. I don't know how far they're going to get. The Cowboys are another one that are just surprisingly great. Um, you know, they were always good with Romo, and everyone wondered, you know, why they weren't better. I, I think, I don't know what's happened. Uh, Zeke has come in and changed that team around. They have a solid defense now. I think the Cowboys may be the team to beat in the NFC. You know, and the Patriots on the other side are, you know, just utterly dominant, and as we always expected them to be. Uh, I think uh, the playoff picture is going to be a lot different this year than it, w- or a lot more different this year than it was last year, um, and I think it's going to be really interesting. Can I explain what fantasy sports are for the people who couldn't listen to the first podcast? Yeah, so fantasy sports are essentially a simulation of you having the opportunity to coach or manage. Um, a fantasy uh, sports team. So take the NFL, for instance. You are able to draft uh, a certain number of players. In daily fantasy, you can take whoever you want. Um, And let's say on DraftKings, you'll take, you choose a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, which is either a running back, wide receiver, or tight end, a tight end, and a defense. And so you'll choose players to fill each of these slots. Um, And essentially, then their performance uh, is translated into a point system where each player will receive uh, one point for every 10 rushing yards they achieve, one point for every 10 receiving yards they achieve, a point for 25 throwing yards, etc., six points for a touchdown. And so each player's individual performance is translated to a score which is then translated to your team score. Um, You use those, and you're essentially trying to score as many points as you can and beat the other fictional managers or coaches that you're competing against. And the idea is to create uh, the best lineup that you possibly can for one week at a time. The way, well, at least in the NFL, the way it works is you play for one week, and then you do it all over again the next weekend. Um, in NBA, it's a daily thing, and other sports, it's a daily thing because it's the games are there are a lot more. Does the Z Code Fantasy Sports Predictor help me in my predictions? Uh, our followers, our followers subscribe to Z Code, and they want the software and the analytics that has been developed. Um, you know, and it's really sophisticated and it really works well. But then they also want the human side of it, the experts, the commentary, and I like to offer that. So when I'm making my picks, I don't look at uh, what the Z Code software is suggesting before I do it. I make my lineups, and then I'll go in and look at the Z Code software and see uh, what 
it suggests and find our common ground and say, and if I'm on the fence about a certain player and Z-Code, the software likes him, then I'll take him and vice versa. Um, but I really don't try to let the software influence my picks until I've already kind of got an idea of what I want to do. Is money management needed in this type of sports investing? Yeah, money management is necessary in all types of sports investing. Um, you know, this is definitely the type of thing where, you know, we're on a grind. We are playing week to week, uh, you know, risking $10 to win 10 or 100 to win 100 whatever your budget is. But, you know, if you're playing on a budget where you're playing four or five games a week for $10 each, uh, you know, hoping to win three or four, uh, you can't just all of a sudden spend $100 on a lineup and, you know, blow your whole bankroll. Uh, you know, that's <clears throat> that's not, it's never a good strategy. Any gambler or sports investor is going to have, that's never a good strategy. Any good sports investor is going to know what his bankroll is, know how much he can afford to risk, um, and he's going to monitor those numbers very uh, <clears throat> studiously. Do I have any tips or advice for the rest of the season? Um, my advice would be to continue following my forum, check with the Z Code prediction software, um, you know, and if you don't trust either one of us independently, look at what I'm suggesting, look at what the software is suggesting, and find some sort of hybrid of those two. Um, usually, one of us is going to be right on <laughs> on our lineup. So, uh, you know, and I, I also, I like to do a lot where I talk about individual players. I post specific lineups that I suggest you t take the entire lineup and play them. But I also talk about guys that I like. And so, you know, if you're one who doesn't want to follow my specifics and just, you know, repeat what I'm telling you to do, read what I write about each individual player, what I'm talking about, and uh, use that to make your decisions to help you win. You can also check my new Fantasy Sports Z Code Bible, a free ebook that will quickly take you up to speed on how to win on fantasy sports. Thank you for listening to our Z Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.